0: you were dreams from the notorious mass effect whether you're a gamer anime fan or pop culture aficionado loot crate's got you covered founded in 2012 loot crate is the worldwide leader in fan subscription boxes loot crate partners with industry leaders in entertainment gaming sports and pop culture to deliver monthly themed crates produce interactive experiences and digital content and film original video productions. In its first 5 years, Loot Crate has delivered over 14 million crates to fans in 35 territories across the globe. No matter what you geek about, Loot Crate has a subscription box for you. Exclusive collectibles, apparel, and gear delivered to your door. So why wait? Subscribe to select crates and add on a welcome crate during checkout to get that crate shipped out right away. Start collecting exclusive loot now at www.lootcrate.com.
1: Herrera, you up, Josh. Yeah. yeah, big 14. What yeah. the f going on? Yeah, I'm on rich muff. Tell that bits I love up. I'm just trying to cut up. Yeah, Uber yeah. X and double. Yeah. get them off. Only roll with shooters. <laughs> Alice with a bulla Grimy ass but I'm no sexy mother f- oh rich tell f- that b- I love her I'm just tryna cut her Uber, X, and double. D- Hating, but it ain't working. New made back, I don't wanna be seen so I'ma close the curtains Riding around like the president, got like 14 suburbs. For Chanel, for myself, I put my b- in Hermes Fought the Lambo for myself, I put my family queens and Berkis I just landed overseas, never been out the hood,
0: So if I told you the entire album sounded like that, I would be completely misleading you on this on the quality of this album. That song is the only track that sounds like that on this entire album. Album. So for Trippy Red, he's going for for a trip at night, which is the album title, he's going for more of a Playboy Cardi type production which is not really playboy cardi is whoever produces for playboy cardi i don't know he has a lot of different producers throughout this album but of course this puts him kind of in that lane of playboy cardi even though he doesn't they have two different styles vocally but production wise is very much in the same lane so for trip and night expect to hear very unique beats very much beats of like Beats that you don't hear too often. The type of production that Trippy Red, Playboi Carti, Uzi, those type of people who who try to look for for specific beats. That th- those beats are very unique. Like they're, they're, there's literally a genre for that. It used to be called Mumble Rap. Right now, I don't really know the genre they're trying to label it, label it as. But as far as the production, it's very out there. Everything's very much, I would say, vibrant. Like it's a uh, it's like I, I would the reason that trippy red's album cover looks the way it does is because it sounds insane like the production is insane so i'm not saying like the production is bad as, as far as it's so different that it's just terrible i'm really saying it as a compliment it is really unique in itself and the way that the production flows throughout the entire album not one single beat sounds the same you may say they sound not similar but like you can kind of tell they're in the same lane because it's an album of course but for trippy red he definitely does a good job or his producer or multiple producers i haven't really looked at the credits like that i don't know i I really can't tell you what type of um i'm gonna try to say what, what type of productions they have, because I'll have to go through the actual list of each and every track, and that's like, that, that'll take a little bit. But I can't pull up the actual album and look at the productions as a whole. So you have Trippy Red, of course. And then he... I have a whole article I pulled up. I'm not even looking at it. Okay, let me look, <laughs> let me look at the actual article to see if it's in there. So... One of the things that while I'm looking at this, one of the things that Trippy Red was blowing up for, or trending for, was that he had Drake on his album because you know he's the GO. I mean, it's Aubrey. You know, it's just it's just what was already known doesn't need to be said. You know, so when Drake was on the album, everybody went crazy because of course Trippy Red and Drake, for those that don't know, was supposed to be well, Trippy was supposed to be on Drake's song "God's Plan." And you see the way that God's Plan blew up, it would have been a huge look for Trippy Red. But Trippy Red, of course, artists have their own way of looking at things. He said that may have hurt his career because he may have just become the guy who was just known for doing his feature, his verse on God's Plan. Because that song is like, that song would be Trippy's best performing song if he was to hop on that track with Drake. So I can see where he's coming from, but at the same time, like that's a huge look. Like I don't care what type of artist you are. Like you you would want to be on a hit like God's plan. But anyways, I couldn't find the credits. I don't I don't know who who's producing this album. It could be it could be anybody. It could be 6ix9ine Fallout. No, no, I'm just joking. It definitely wasn't 6ix9ine. But anyways, so Trippy Red, as far as the whole album is concerned, he has a lot of features from Little Uzi Vert, Playboy Cardi kind of crazy how i was comparing them at first and he has them on the actual album makes me think they really inspire each other you know as far as friends or you never really know if artists are friends or not it could could just be faking because the music they make together sells well but as far as stylistically hopefully that's a word they are very similar in production beat production as in I don't really it's so out there and outlandish you have to hear it to know what I'm talking about like I can't even describe the type of like usually regular type beats with 808s in the pockets that you know where the keys are coming in or the hi hats with this beat production is is very much unique like it's it it follows the same like rhythmic pattern but the things that they use in in the midst of the 808s and in the normal things you put in a hip hop beat it's just very outlandish. That's all I can say. So Juice World and XX Tatacion is also on this album, which was a big surprise for many. Not really a surprise, but just more of like a oh, like sometimes when artists pass away and they put out two albums, you would think they're out of material. Obviously not, as they they are both guest features on this album. Then he has Little Dark and Polo G on this album, but for that track, that's one of my personal favorites. Is actually doing pretty well, but not as well as some of the other play, uh, tracks you're going to hear during this segment. So now we're going to get into the actual album. This track is, let me, let me find the track list before I just, okay. This this album is an 18 track, it's 18 tracks long. As far as the runtime, I think it's like 59 minutes if I'm not mistaken. It's a pretty long, lengthy album. They, he doesn't just give you one verse and then leave forever like some artists do, <laughs> but uh the first track molly hearts which is very interesting title i thought it was a great start like disregarding the interesting title the it was a great start to the actual album and i really like the way he came on and really set the tone it's not much as when i think of tracks or albums like this with what travis scott did with astroworld when he started the album off with stargazing it didn't really give me that type of vibe it was like a I don't want to be like disrespectful, but it was kind of like a great value type stargazing, like it very much set the tone for what the whole album was about to sound like. So I thought Molly Hearts was a great track because I mean I'm comparing it to "Astroworld." World to me. That's a classic. So tripping night can being compared to that. I mean, I feel like that's high praise, not a slight, but, anyways, track number two, MP5. I don't really know who this feature is. So Go. I don't know who that is. Pardon my ignorance. But the track was very much solid. It wasn't one of my favorites. Probably on the lower end is if I was ranking the tracks on this album. But I did like it. It was definitely solid. Then we get into the track with the GOAT, Betrayal, and that is the first snippet that we're gonna play off of the album. Because there's a whole backstory with this track. The album came out trip at night and Drake was nowhere to be found. The track betrayal was nowhere to be found. I think this track was actually already leaked with Trippie Red and Drake. But they said, quote unquote, from the people I've been listening listening to, they said that Drake wanted to make sure the song was perfect. <laughs> so you already know what that means. We're going to get into that with another segment with Kanye West and Drake. But basically, they was beefing right before uh, one of his guest verses was about to come out. So maybe he went back and, you know, put some little jabs in there. I mean, he did put jabs in there, but we don't know if he was if it was there before Kanye went off on that group chat. So we're gonna get into that track right now as as far as snippets go. So here is betrayal, and you will hear Trippy Red and Drake's. Not like entire verse, but you will hear you will hear them both.
1: beat where I've been betrayed. One too many times. Too many to count. Yeah. All the nights I prayed. Solid how I stayed. No matter how they played it, I still don't mind. Whoa. Yeah. There's too many to count. hey hey Times I've been betrayed. Is that about? Paper plane. Make a game. No cane. no cane, headshot, yeah. Drizzy man, you know the aim. Spraying <laughs> I spare him like a bowling lane. <laughs> yup, yeah. like, like Mike, Corleone, Corleone. sporty flow. flow. I done done it all, it's like I'm Shorty Low. Shorty. All these fools I'm beefing that I barely know. 45, 44, Burnt out. let it go. Game changing for me, it's set in stone. Rolling stones, heavy stones stone, let me make my presence plane,
0: So yeah, 45, 44, let it go. That's obviously shots at Kanye, who was I think either 44 or 45, and then Pusha T is definitely one of them. Either Pusha T is 44 and Kanye is 45 or Kanye is 44 and Pusha T's 45. Anyways. Drake is definitely poking at their age. Which Drake is up there, but he's not at their age. So he's poking at them saying that y'all, y'all are terribly old. Y'all gotta let it go. <laughs> Obviously, he didn't word it like that. He, he put it in a much more sonically pleasing way as he was singing on the track. So, yeah. I really liked that track. I thought it was an okay verse from Drake. I know I talked all that just to say it was an okay verse. It wasn't it didn't blow me away. I thought it was i really think this verse from drake was last minute to put those bars in there for kanye and pusher so um it's kind of crazy but uh he always puts it he's great at subliminals because he puts it in a way that could fit to literally anybody like somebody on the internet who could be hating could be 45 and then he could he could say oh my gosh like drake is talking to me like wow he really saw my comment like he probably didn't but the way that he phrased it it was a great subliminal so that's what the, I mean. That's what ghosts do. You know, they they put lines in there and they can have so many different meanings. That's why a lot of artists don't like to tell you the meaning, cause then it defeats the purpose of you imagining what it means to you. So yeah, track number four, Finish Line. I thought that track was solid. Nothing too crazy. Track number five, Holy Smokes, featuring Little Uzi Vert. I believe this was a single, one of this one of the singles before the album actually came out, which makes sense. I feel like Uzi and Trippy Red definitely are in that same lane sonically and production wise definitely production wise so I really like that track track number 6 Supercell I liked how he just pulled out all type of references from anime and just showed how much of a fan he is of the art form so I thought that track was very much solid and I believe that's the second snippet Okay, I think y'all heard that for I believe that is the second snippet I have for the album so I'ma play that Right now. So here is Super cell and it's just trippy red.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what the? i like wow. Oh my god. Yeah, she such a dragonfly. But like sail. And I'm schizophrenic, might do damage like the cell. Yeah. RP my brother off some banks, put 'em in that cell. Yeah. They can't comprehend how it's so real. You yeah. don't yeah. understand it, planetemic like I'm Goku. They don't understand it, planetemic like I'm Goku. They don't understand it, planetemic like I'm Goku. They don't understand it, planetemic like I'm Goku. Crash like Titanic, especially being cannon like I'm Piccolo. I was getting bread, low throw me in the sun like I'm probably I'm my in a freezer smoking on
0: so as you can tell, just from the snippet and this he definitely goes on for way more references, but he's definitely an anime fan like just judging by that track alone <laughs> he's definitely an anime fan, so I like I enjoyed the references I really feel like he's actually putting references in that anime fans will get and will actually it's it's not too obvious like oh I'm strong like Goku is it's like really in-depth anime double entendres put into a verse. So I feel like that was a great track off of this album. Track number seven Mr. Rage by trippy Red and Playboy Cardi. Now as far as that track it was already i think this was the very first single for the album and this track performed tremendously as far as numbers wise so he definitely he definitely got off to a right foot or a quick start hot start i don't even know nowadays but he definitely de- what am i trying to say words are hard <laughs> that's why you should share this podcast i think i'm gonna start saying that more often so people will actually i mean people do share the podcast because the unique listeners are through the roof but anyways um the miss the mr rage but back on subject <laughs> Trippy Red and Playboy Cardi, they are. I'm, I'm just gonna say the same thing I said about Trippy Red and Uzi Vert. I mean, they literally. I feel like they're inspired by one another. Like the the play, the production, so, well, definitely not sonically, because Playboy Cardi is in the league of his own. The way he raps and. Yeah, that's different. Uh, But production-wise, is very much inspiration between the two. I feel like, and you can hear it in each of their albums. And so Uzi, Trippy Red, Playboy Cardi, their production is very top notch and unique in a way that stands out amongst all the other productions. So I wonder if they just lock those producers in the room and say they can only make beats for them, or if they just like are the only guys or only artists interested in using those type of beats. So, yeah, you could say I like the, shon- the song a lot. <laughs> so, track number eight, Supernatural. That track was okay. I didn't, it, it, I mean, it wasn't bad. None of these tracks on here is bad. It's just, I'm comparing it to the rest of them. To the rest of them, it was just a solid track. Track number nine, Demon Time. I really like Trippy Red's verse. I like the way he came on the track. But Ski Master Slump God, I feel like he's more of a, I don't want to say like washed up rapper, but as far as his peak and as far as him being is relevant in the hip-hop game I don't think that's as prevalent as it used to be track number 10 Matt Hardy triple-nine don't know what that means hopefully it's not anything satanic judging by these artists I feel like they are because it's featuring the one and the only Juice World. so the late Juice World ha- is on this album and this is the one of the snippets that I'm gonna play because I really enjoyed the way they went back and forth with Juice World passing has passed away in the past, passed away in the past, passed away in the future. Could you even, anyways? I'm just making up things today. <laughs> but Trippy Red and Juice World going back and forth. I think this is the most they ever went, not ever, because they've had some tracks where they really like play off of each other's bars. But this is more impactful because Juice World has passed, but you still get the dynamic from Trippy and Juice because it was definitely strong even when Juice World was alive. That's why. I Juice World's death hit Trippy so hard. So, for those that don't know, now you know. So yeah, that is the I believe the third and final snippet that I have for this album. And let's make sure it's not just gonna. Okay, there we go. So now I'm gonna play the snippet Matt Hardy Triple Nine with Trippy Red and Juice World.
1: Do that the same day, pull up Black Mustang in the streets I was hustling. Run up on me gun but That's your best friend. That's my main thing. Uh, she give me titty, titty boy, two chains. Uh, get to the nitty gritty boy, new stains. Uh, Pouring press up in my cup, no purple rain. I'm throwing bands, I'm throwing hands, and I ain't throwing shine. Jumping out the back gate, till J- like Bruce Wayne. Kick it like Luke Kane my blood blue Bay. b rex on us, do things, big blues no clues. Yeah, you like to choose, eh? But that's your boo, ain't it? Take a lick, Licky on my, on my blade. While I take it
0: and sing that kiss. It's your board dreams from the notorious Mass Effect. Whether you're a gamer, anime fan, or pop culture aficionado, Loot Crate's got you covered. Founded in 2012, Loot Crate is the worldwide leader in fan subscription boxes. Loot Crate partners with industry leaders in entertainment, gaming, sports, and pop culture to deliver monthly themed crates produce interactive experiences and digital content, and film original video productions. In its first five years, Loot Crate has delivered over 14 million crates to fans in 35 territories across the globe. No matter what you geek about, Loot Crate has a subscription box for you, exclusive collectibles, apparel, and gear delivered to your door. So while wait, subscribe to select crates and add on a welcome crate during checkout to get that crate shipped out right away. Start collecting exclusive loot now at www.lootcrate.com. So yeah, that's the track that I really liked. I avoided some lines from Juice World. Juice World, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge Juice World fan. Like one of the biggest you'll probably ever find. Juice World has some questionable lines. And I'm not even talking about when Notorious B.I.G. Yes, I have to go back to Clashes because that's how good Juice World is. When the Notorious B.I.G. said that for the hip hop people, they'll know. But for the people who don't really listen to hip hop, you probably won't get it, what I'm about to say. But I got to just phrase this to, to kind of give you some type of reference. When Biggie said, You look so good that. You know I me mean? to 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 her dad. You feel me? What he would do to her dad? You feel me? <laughs> um, Juice World actually said something that was more like not on the sex side, but on the violent side, and it involved the KKK. Also, he had another line which did involve sex from one of the greatest R&B legends, but he was he is a pedophile so that is um hopefully I'm treading lightly on his bars basically he had a KK line and then he had a a a KKK line and then he had a R. Kelly line so yeah do of that what you will but from the guy who said a hard R on the track with him and NBA Youngboy I forget what the track was called I think it was called Savage or something forget anyways he had a line that he used the n-word with the hard r and for that to be followed up by the kkk line then for that on the very same song to be followed up by r kelly line i know the rapping but at the end of the day like who is in the studio i mean he's passed away but even back then that's just insane like you if I'm rapping with someone and they say an R. Kelly line, I'm going to look at them kind of funny. You know, I don't care, like, how good you are. Like, I'm going to look at you kind of funny. If I'm in the studio and somebody says a KKK line and we're all black in the studio, I'm just like, what are you doing? <laughs> you giving them free promo? Did they? Are you giving them free promo? Uh, are they paying you? Or is, is, is is this something I need to know? Are you okay? Are you abducted? Like, are you um, indoctrinated? I'm I'm like... Did they... Juice, Juice's verse on, on Trippy Red's album was very interesting to say the least and I don't really see too much backlash backlash, but I think it's because he's passed away so you let the dead rest, you know, so rest in peace to Juice World. just have some, definitely have some commentary for those lines because I feel like that needed to be addressed, nobody's even saying it, track number 11, Vibes, it was a solid track, nothing too crazy, track number 12, New Money, another solid track, track number 13 danny phantom featuring xx tentacion i like the way xx tentacion comes in on the track obviously he's passed away too rest in peace triple x but the way that he came on the track was very great i liked this verse oh and i did like juice world's verse i don't want to say i know i had those comments about but i still like this verse like you know at the end of the day it's like dave Chappelle. if he says something crazy at the end of the day he's dave Chappelle and he does it to a t like he he, he performs at the highest level so you let some things slide. XX Testacion, the way he came in on the track, definitely added to it, provided a whole new vocal, like a whole new sound. Not like a whole new one, but like changed, he basically changed up the track, added his own little spice into the track. So track number 14, Space Time. I thought that track was solid. That track number 15, that's where it started to slow down. Baki was solid. Track number 16, iPhone. I really like that track personally. Then we get into track number 17, which is the one I played at the beginning of the segment. Rich, I'm just going to say M. Well, no, I'm not going to say that. I'm just going to call this track Rich. Featuring, <laughs> featuring Little Dirk and Polo G. That track was great. And track number 18, which is the final track on the album. But actually, I want to talk about Rich. I really like that track. And the Hit Boy, the Hitmaker production came out of nowhere. Like, what I said about the beginning of at the segment, that none of the tracks sounded like that like I'm being so serious like none of the tracks sounded like that and for this to have Hitmaker and just come out with that type of beat it was just crazy like it was a total switch up but a much welcome switch up like that track was fire like I had that's probably the, the most replayable track on the album just because I really like the way Trippy came on the beat final track track number 18 Captain Crunch featuring a whole lot of artists I do not know so not to disrespect those artists, but I'm just gonna say I really like that I really like the track. I, I don't know too many of these artists, but I do like each and every verse and each and every addition to the track was solid. So it was a great ending to the album and I really like what Trippy Trippy Red did there. I wish he would have came up with a better title to, to maybe kind of tell us why he has so many people on, on this track, but like obviously you can't call it a cipher because they're not like that, but I don't know, just a different title some type of like maybe they're all from the same hometown like put the hometown name something it's because i don't get the why you have so many artists on here i mean it's like three artists on here and i don't see the point of that so anyways that's all i really have for the trippy red album trip and night i think i gave a pretty good review over it but you know click my link here in my bio let me know on one of my social medias what do you think of trippy red's latest album trip and night and what was your favorite song. Now we're going to switch it up and get into K. Dot himself, Kendrick Lamar, and his news of him finally dropping his final TDE album issue dreams from the notorious mass effect whether you're a gamer anime fan or pop culture aficionado loot crate's got you covered founded in 2012 loot crate is the worldwide leader in fan subscription boxes loot crate partners with industry leaders in entertainment gaming sports and pop culture to deliver monthly themed crates Produce interactive experiences and in digital content and film original video productions. In its first five years, Loot Crate has delivered over 14 million crates to fans in 35 territories across the globe. No matter what you geek about, Loot Crate has a subscription box for you. Exclusive collectibles, apparel, and gear delivered to your door. So why wait? Subscribe to select crates and add on a welcome crate during checkout to get that crate shipped out right away. Start collecting exclusive loot now at www.lootcrate.com.